Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's the hard knock life for us. One of the most popular musicals of all time is back. See Annie, Broadway's favorite orphan, live on stage in an all-new production. Hailed by the Chicago Tribune as one of the best family musicals ever written. Annie is back to spread hope for all the hard knocks life throws your way. So clear away those sorrows and get your tickets to Annie today. Annie comes to the San Jose Center for the Performing Arts from January 10th through the 15th. Get tickets now at broadwaysanjose.com. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Well, the Browns lose again. They are now 3-7. and seven. The game that was originally supposed to be played in Buffalo ends up in Detroit, and the Browns end up on the wrong side of it. Losing six of seven games, the final from Detroit, 31-23. Daryl Ryder, your first thoughts. Uh, it wasn't nearly as close as the final score indicated. The Browns got their ass kicked on Sunday. Again, after yet another fast start in which they had an opportunity really to take charge in a game, and they just they 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 can't get it done. So um, it, if I was going to tell you that Jacoby Brissett would have over 300 yards passing and Josh Allen wouldn't, and that they did what they needed to do a little bit against Josh, I, I don't even, I don't, don't want to give credit really much to many places other than I thought Jacoby played well. Um, I thought um, Amari Cooper looked good. And that's, what I, it's hard to, it's hard to dig into this loss and, and try to find the positives because that this team is just going in the wrong direction. A hundred percent. You know, it, uh, since Kevin Stefanski started, I wrote it down since he started 14 and six as head coach, he's eight and 15. And you don't have Baker Mayfield to kick around anymore. And I, I've said this earlier in, in previous podcasts, and I mean it sincerely. Kevin Stefanski might not be a very good head coach. Might be a real good offensive coordinator. Might be real good at drawing up a game plan. Might be real good in front of ownership on the whiteboard, laying out a vision. But when you watch this team on Sundays, 
It's a disaster. It really is. There's no adjustments. Um, they sustain no momentum whatsoever. They correct no mistakes whatsoever in games. Like, what does he do besides stare at his play call card for four quarters? Like, seriously, what does Kevin Stefanski do? Besides- I have been watching to see if other coaches do that. Um, I haven't seen very many that lay into the card the way he does. So change it then, Daryl. If you're gonna, if you're if you're gonna say this about Kevin, and uh, you're not the only one. There are a lot of people. I would call Sean right Payton tonight. I Why? Would. What? What? What's the correction? Uh, the correction is the coaching staff is not maximizing the talent. I don't know if you heard Miles Garrett after the game, but even he's talking about we got to maximize the talent while it's in its prime, and we're not doing that. Hmm. And he's right. They're wasting years of Nick Chubb. They're wasting years of Miles Garrett. They're just wasting years. And you could say that this year was flushed anyway because of the dynamic with Deshaun Watson. But my counter argument is, is they are giving away games that they should be winning. That's the point. The whole reason that I thought they were going to struggle without Deshaun Watson is because Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback and he wasn't going to be able to play at a level that would allow them to be in position to win many games. And that's not what's happened here. This is not a quarterback problem. So if you think just by Deshaun Watson playing in two weeks is going to solve the problem, unless you can clone that dude and he plays defensive tackle and he can play some linebacker and he can play some safety and he can play some corner, it don't fix the problem. It it don't he is he going to coach too? Is is he going to is he going to come up with the in game adjustments on in all three phases? You you know what I'm saying? Like I. I I don't know what the hell Paul D. Podesta does. Like, what, like we're, we have been sold on that these are the smartest people you can hire. They're all Ivy Leaguers, right? And, and look, I utmost respect for Ivy Leaguers. Okay, I'm not taking cheap shots here. But the reality is they're all Ivy Leaguers. They're all supposed to be brilliant. And they can't effing win a game. They can't make an effing adjustment in a game. They can't position their players to win games. Bottom line, y'all suck at your job. So if you suck now, what makes me believe you're going to suck less when Deshaun Watson comes out there? Uh, Daryl, I have no hope or expectation that Deshaun Watson can be any better than Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett threw three touchdown passes today and threw for over 300 yards. And now you've got another quarterback coming in that hasn't played in two years. That I, I just think that if people think Deshaun Watson is coming in here to save this season, you're mistakenly wrong. It's not fair to him, and it just doesn't make any sense. No, he's not. He's not salvaging anything. He's not. And and again, I would call Sean Payton tonight and see if he'd be interested in coming coaching Cleveland Browns next year. Should have fired Mike Prefer in the offseason. Didn't do that. Should have probably already fired Joe Woods. Hasn't done that, right? The defense is disorganized as all hell. They don't know if they're coming or going. They don't know where they're supposed to be. Hell, they call timeouts to get things set up, and they still F it up and give up touchdowns immediately. So like, why wait till the end of the season? They then, literally you... call the touchdown late in the second quarter because Stefan Diggs lined up next to Josh Allen in the backfield. 
And they're like, WTF, let's call time out here and think this thing through. Bills come out of the huddle. Diggs is in the slot. Walks right across. Mosey's right across there. Right to left. Wide open. No one around him. Boom. Touchdown. Like, what the hell did you just get done talking about in the huddle? How can you be this effing clueless every week? Every week. Since week two. The defense. Clueless. Absolutely clueless on defense. Everybody's looking around. Was that you? Was that you? Was that me? Was that supposed to be you? Like, what are they doing? So, Kevin Stefanski's the captain of the Titanic, and he ultimately has to go down with the ship, plain and simple. I think we're at that point where it's fair to talk about whether or not to bring Kevin Stefanski back for year four. Because here's the other tentacle to this, right? Even if you fool yourselves into thinking that Kevin Stefanski's the guy to manage Deshaun Watson's career in Cleveland, even though he has given you no evidence to believe that he can, although some will say he works in miracles with Baker Mayfield and he's been working miracles with Jacoby Brissett. I hear you there. But he's not the offensive coordinator. He's not the quarterback's coach. He is the head coach. And he's involved. He says he's involved in everything, and it looks like he's involved in nothing but staring into his damn play card for four quarters every Sunday afternoon. How about get your ass back to the bench and chew the defense out? Or get in Joe Woods' face in the locker room to clean this up. This has been going on for since week two. And it's the same thing week in and week out. And all we hear about, it's my fault. We got to be better. We got to execute that, that. It's the same speech from Kevin. His press conferences have basically become a waste of time because he, say, he says the same thing over and over and over again. And the results don't change. Like the results are not changing. This team is in retrograde. This team is not progressing. In what phase are the Cleveland Browns better today than they were in week one? Oh, wait. They're not. They've lost six of their last seven games. They're not. And we saw this glimmer of hope against the Cincinnati Bengals. Miracle in Charlotte, they've lost seven of eight. They're lucky they're not two and eight right now. Thank you. Thank you, Cade York. They're lucky they're not two and eight. Cade York giveth and Cade York taketh away at one point. But my other, but you know, let's do this, Daryl. I'm gonna, I'm you're on fire right now, and I, I don't want to douse the flames at all. So let's do this. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I can't argue with anything that you're saying right now. I'm just wondering why wait? Why wait? And you can answer that in the next segment once you do that. Why wait? If you think it's so bad right now, what's this gonna look like when Deshaun Watson is here in uh, two weeks from today? It is a post-game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Nerd.
Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.